Hello everyone and welcome back to Jedi Eternal episode 61. Woo, woo, woo. We are, yes, it's real. You really do hear us. <laughs> we actually it's, are doing a podcast. This is not fake. You're not in a dream. <laughs> this is reality. It is me, Andrew Bowen, your co-host alongside life? the beautiful, genius, oh. intelligent, wow. Slightly tall. Uh, okay. <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah. Hey, don't, and don't he also has no couch in his house. Whoa. <laughs> no furniture at all okay. because he spent all of it on a 70-inch TV. Slander. Okay. Braxton Taylor. This is slander. No. You can't lead in with no, something okay. like that and lie about me. Okay, so hold on. I, I need to tell you a story because... Oh, okay. The, story. <laughs> yeah. So the other day... Um, I, I uh, was, I heard someone talking about you. Okay. Like oh, I wasn't okay. in this conversation. Talking about me. Okay. I was not in this conversation. I heard it. I do not remember who it was. Um, I really don't, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but I heard this conversation happening amongst at least two people, maybe three mm. people. And they were talking about you and I heard them say, yeah, and he doesn't even. Well, okay. Well, go, <laughs> go ahead. Finish what you can say. He doesn't yeah. even have a couch oh because he bought this a is slander, people. TV. This is slander. <laughs> See what I'm saying? He, Andrew knows that that's not true. Okay, <laughs> and but other said, people don't know that. Well, so then I go up and I said, "Oh, whoa!" So you're talking about Braxton? Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. he does have furniture. Yeah, and they go, <laughs> and fully they furnished. <laughs> <laughs> They've been listening to our podcast, and so they just took it as fact. Oh, my gosh. Good grief. <laughs> and so... <laughs> so, once and for all, people, I actually do so, have furniture in my apartment. Uh, yeah, to, so. to, to clear Good the air. Grief. I'm only kidding. Braxton does have furniture. Now, could it be nicer furniture? Probably. He if would he hadn't know. bought a 70-inch TV. He wouldn't know. But... So. <laughs> sure you wouldn't know. Someone so. hasn't invited me over. Uh, do you need an invite? Um, do you really need an invite? Well, I guess you text me. You you text me and said, "Hey, can I come in? Can I just come straight inside?" Mm-hmm. Because I don't just walk into people's house. You just coming over. I mean, you you act like we haven't. You have a family. The difference is you have a family. I'm just by myself. Okay. Whatever. Dude, that's a good point. You know that's a good point. I mean, I guess. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. My, I mean, my wife would probably agree with you. but Yeah, she would agree with you. Um, yeah. So let's move on. Okay, well, so, I have one more thing I need to uh, tell you. Okay. Oh, good lord. So, okay. <laughs> listen, there's a lot to catch up yeah, on. Yeah, apparently, apparently. I've been waiting to tell you this on our podcast. <laughs> this is big news, everyone. So buckle up, put on your seatbelts, um, grab someone you love, hold on tight, okay? Oh, darling, please. I go. work... With George Lucas. Huh? Yes, I work with George Lucas. Okay. Yeah. I, I figured you'd be a little more surprised. I, I'm not I'm not sure where you're going with this. Cause no, I <laughs> so I've <laughs> I've I have come to the conclusion that George Lucas, um, you know, he lived such a uh, crazy lifestyle with everyone knew him, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So now he lives in Indiana, random Midwestern um, in state, a ran- yeah, in yeah. a just at a random, you know, uh, <laughs> place, doing a random job. Mm-hmm. Um, George Lucas works with me. Wow, that's that's incredible. That's incredible. No, I, I'm, now when I say this, <laughs> it's the exact body type, it's the exact <laughs> jeans you would expect from George Lucas. Naturally, it's the tucked-in plaid shirt. 
yes. into dad jeans with the <clears> white <throat> tennis shoes. Oh, wow. I'm not kidding. This wow. It's the full thing. It's, it, like I said, the full body kit, type. The boodle. It's the hair. It's the beard. Really? It is George <laughs> Lucas. Honestly, you might, he might might be actually George Lucas. So in my phone. He's right I, I, yeah. See, this is when I wish we had video for our podcast because so people could like see I really this live. Wanted, so so okay. So yes, I did sneak a picture of him oh, as okay. he was. Walking. Well, that's illegal. But okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Oh, this gosh. is from my car. <laughs> this is like smeared this like against from, his window. This is from my car. Just a back view of him, but oh, I can't see it. Bro. Oh wow! Okay, I'm it's telling like, you, dude. It, it's like it's, if if George Lucas, Bob Ross, and Santa were all the same person. George Lucas, man, I'm telling you, even even. No, I'm not gonna pounds. say that. I'm not gonna say that. Um, so oh, wow. I just wanted to update everyone on that. I work with George Lucas. Um, if you guys send me a hundred bucks, I will try to get an autograph for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, just send me the hundred bucks first. You can PayPal me, um, and then we'll you know figure it out after that. Yes, I'm trying to scam you. Okay. Anyways, oh, everyone, we're goodness. back. We're back. The energy is high. Apparently. Excited to be, <laughs> excited to be back on yeah. the podcast. Uh, it's been way too long. Yeah. Um, we are... <laughs> so, um, what's funny is, you know, we're like saying we're back and everything, but we will not be having a podcast next so, week. So, well, well, don't <laughs> say it like that. Don't say it like that. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Let me say this. You're, you're saying it. Make it sound bad. So... What we're doing now is we're actually going into kind of a new, uh, not era, but maybe you can say a new era of, of Jedi Eternal. Um, you know, obviously in the past we've only done strictly podcasts, right? It's just us. It's just podcasts. Um, and every once in a, every once in a great while we'll, we'll sprinkle in some type of, of live stream or sprinkle in some type of possibly a gaming type thing. Um, and as of recently, you know, we've had a lot of good feedback, people saying, Hey, we want you to do some, some gaming. We would love to see that. And, and, uh, so, so we, so we've been looking into doing it. We've gotten some new equipment. Long story short, we thought, Hey, Instead of beating the dead horse, so to speak, and just doing a podcast every single week, you know, there's sometimes, and we've explained this uh, on that video we had on Facebook, so if you haven't seen it yet, go back and check it out. But as we said in that video, uh, it's one of those things where not every week, you know, there's not maybe not a ton of stuff, right? There's maybe not a, a ton of things to, to talk about, or, or maybe that week, you know, we've just had a little content, or sometimes we just don't feel like <laughs> or whatever, right? Whatever's going on. Uh, but what we, we've thought is, hey... Here's something fresh and something new is these Let's Play episodes, and a lot of people have seemed to like them. Now, there hasn't been a ton of people uh, watching them as of yet. It's been growing a little bit, so we encourage you to go watch it if you haven't. But it's been really fun. The second episode is super fun. It's way better than the first one. Um, long story short, my point is is that this is kind of a new thing that we're doing, and we thought, hey, <clears> let's <throat> mix it up a little bit, and we'll do it. every other week we're going to do a podcast, and then every other week we're going to do a Let's Play episode. So... Yeah, there's one issue with that. Okay. I don't think we're going to be able to do a Let's Play episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at. Oh, okay. Well, so I was going to say, oh, you're making it sound bad. Well, it actually no. is bad. Yeah, it is bad. No, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Because I'm going to be gone next week, and we oh, don't have time to do it tonight. Oh, my gosh. You didn't tell me stuff until I'm on air. Wow. So, <laughs> Good grief. Well, so we, we can discuss later. We might be able to make it work. Um, but I'll just have to be on a, like a... 
we'll, so, we'll talk about it later. I'm just saying, if anybody wants to put boo in, yeah. <laughs> in the comments towards Andrew, this is his fault. So just just be normally aware of that. It's so, fault. not really. Okay, so anyway. moving on, let's get it into our regularly scheduled program. All right, program, program. program. Uh, we're gonna jump right into some news. And uh, this is uh, some interesting news for you. As many of you know, we have the Star Wars Visions coming to Disney Plus not long from now. It'll be Very here before soon, yeah. you know it. Um, and with that is coming a novel that's going to focus on, uh, based off or continue one of those stories um, called Ronin. So this is going to... Uh, becoming into a reimagined Star Wars galaxy, okay? So this, mm -hmm. something to understand with Star Wars Visions is uh, we know that at least some of these will not be canon. And potentially, none of them will be canon. Yeah, we um, haven't really gotten the thumbs up or thumbs uh, down on this yet, which yeah, is kind of weird. It's, uh, unfortunately, we're not getting, uh, like, just definite answers on this, which I find yeah. slightly frustrating. Yeah. Or more than slightly frustrating, because they know <laughs> fans will want the answer to this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, here's the thing. If, if, it's, if you're like, oh, they're going to be disappointed that it's not canon, just at least rip the bandit off and tell us, right? So we can go into it already expecting... You know yeah. what we're going to be expecting, right? But this novel is going to be coming out October twelfth, and it will expand on the world of the duel, which is one of the episodes from Visions, mm. telling the story of a former unnamed Sith, known only as Ronin, a wandering samurai, as he travels the galaxy. And according to James Wall of the Lucasfilm Story Group and executive producer of Star Wars Visions, there was just too much left to explore in creative producer, hmm. in the creative producer's vision to stop with one tale. Out of all the shorts, the duel felt most right for an ongoing story in a novel. Interesting. Um, yeah. And so there's a couple things that I, that I have been thinking about with this. One of those is they're, they're, they're pretty like this one is one of those stories that you can tell it's not canon, okay? Right. One of the big right, things here yeah. being the this is one of the things they say about it. The Jedi are the most loyal servants of the Empire. <laughs> um, okay. So two decades ago, Jedi clans clashed in service to feuding lords. Sickened by this endless cycle, a sect of Jedi rebelled, seeking to control their own destiny and claim power and service of no master. They called themselves Sith. The Sith Rebellion failed, succumbing to infighting and betrayal, and the once rival lords unified to create an empire, but even an empire at peace is not free from violence. Hmm. Um, it Which, goes on to basically it's it it's clear that this is some like just spinoff of well I'll say basically this is a manga type thing right and it's Japanese influence so it's definitely you know like the samurai served the shogunate and they're kind of making the samurai like the Jedi yeah kind of what and doing, so, so it's but this is what also is very interesting to me and this is just thinking about Star Wars bigger picture. We've been talking about Star Wars Legends a lot, like mm -hmm. just legends of yeah, uh, yeah. books, things that have been kind of making uh, reappearance lately, a lot of republishings they've been doing. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is not a canon novel. Right. That is new. Right. So this is the, like the first time that Disney's ever made something that is clearly not canon. Yeah. This is the first um, big thing we've gotten since Disney. Um, now, you could say like Lego and stuff, but... Yeah, but like that's kind this, of understood. Like, right, you know, this is the, yeah. the first really big one we're getting. This yeah. is going to be an adult novel 
published by Delray. Yeah. That is going to be Legends content. And hey, this one has pictures, so I'll probably read this one. <laughs> I don't know that it has pictures. <laughs> I thought you said a graphic novel. Uh, no, it's a novel. Oh, never mind that. Yeah. No, you won't be reading it. No. <laughs> no, no, it has... It has a, it there has... is a graphic novel coming. Oh, uh, okay, okay. There is a graphic novel coming that is like a, a manga or whatever that's good, or manga. I don't know how you say it. But wow. that's going to be a high re- the High Republic. <laughs> <laughs> the High Republic yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're thinking. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's kind of disappointing, honestly, um, but never mind. <laughs> no, this is a this is a novel, and specifically, it says Star Wars Star Wars Ronin mm-hmm. a Visions novel. Okay, okay. And so I saw a Twitter feed between um, the lore master, I think is his name on Twitter. Not, we're not speaking <laughs> not about the actual lore master. Yeah, we're talking about a <laughs> yeah. fake lore master. Yeah, fake. Um, <laughs> and then between him and Matt Martin from is that his name Matt Martin? Yeah, uh, is that yeah. right? From from Star Wars Story Group. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Something anyway, uh, I saw kind of like a thing going back and forth, and I was kind of with with uh, with um, Star Wars Lower Master. Um, he was saying, like, hey, why, why aren't you just telling us, like, is this stuff canon or not canon? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, why are you, like, what, why is the mystery behind it? Like, <laughs> right. just tell us which ones are canon, yeah. which ones aren't canon. And and he's like, why? He's like, if they're if they're not, like, why don't you just put the legends title on them, right? He was kind of, mm-hmm. I I totally agree with yeah, with his yeah, perspective yeah. on it. But Matt Martin kind of had an interesting comment back. First of all, he's kind of toying with them for a while, which was a little like, come on, dude. Yeah, just but just say it, but, <laughs> but then but then he ended up saying, well, what else does the Star Wars visions mean? And so, kind of implying that by them saying a visions novel, mm. they're implying it's that's not the canon. new that's the new legends and title, yeah, basically. And maybe, yeah, that I can um, see that, yeah. But right now, of course, visions is just uh, pointed towards this like stylization of of Star Wars. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be one now. Maybe it's going to be included with legends. Like there's legends novels. Be. There's yeah. there's visions novels. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but just something to be thinking about. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, if you want to lead us into yeah, the next part here, it's kind of going along with the same. As I say, we have this next one that kind of is on the same same page here, so to speak. But uh, basically, we have received some more info. <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> something caught my throat. Anyway, we received some more info in regards to Star Wars Visions in terms of the actual like uh, episodes that we're going to be getting. Um, and what's interesting is it's going to be coming out in September. Um, and one of the episodes is actually going to be set in episode, or excuse me, after episode nine, uh, Rise of Skywalker, which is very interesting because other than uh, that Lego movie, <laughs> uh, you know, raise next big steps, um, this will be the first thing that we see in an actual animation uh, or, you know, an actual story after episode nine. So that's interesting. But as you've already stated, uh, you know, multiple times now, this may or may not be canon. Um, so it's definitely something interesting to think about. This will be our very first look into what's happening after Rise of Skywalker, after the first and technically what final order has been toppled and whatnot. So um, it's definitely going to be interesting, but but it's, it is also interesting to think that this may not be canon. Yeah, so the director for this episode specifically he said i wondered after episode nine has the galaxy settled into peace and that is what drove his story was that question and um 
he said, we all love stories of the Jedi and lightsabers, but what became of the Jedi Knights after the movie series? Hmm. He says, my story is about that. Interesting. Um, which is a great concept. Um, I'm very curious to see what he what he yeah. comes up with yeah. for that. My my gut instinct here is that this will not be canon. Yeah. Again, because I just don't I don't think that this is how they want to show the future right, of the right. Jedi, right? Like how, this is I mean this is like the next step in the the saga, and they're going to relegate it to some one tiny episode of a Visions cartoon animation that is not even being done by LucasArts, it's by an outside, you know... It's almost as bad as when we thought that the Lego holiday special could potentially be canon. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I would rather have this canon than, than the Lego special, uh, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still the same issue. It's still the same issue. Yeah. Right, and so... I'm still leaning on this not being canon, but it, man, it would be an interesting choice for this to end sure. up being yeah. um, a part of the Star Wars canon. Which I mean, don't don't uh, ever think that Disney's not willing to take interesting choices. That's for well, sure. Well, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think there's got to be something in this that must be canon <laughs> because why else would they not just say none of these are canon? <laughs> right. Right. Why, why would they just rip off the band and just say, hey, th- no, yeah. this is just and as so far as I know. Um, that has not been just flat out said. Yeah, I so. haven't seen it either. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, we're not lingering on too much on this, but, yeah, it, just keep your eyes and ears open. Like I said, it's coming in September. Um, we're getting our Visions uh, episodes. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm assuming Ronan will probably follow after that very quickly, um, after that episode is out with the duel. But anyway, so yeah. let's move on to our final and third new piece. Yeah, so uh, there's going to be a special episode of Disney Gallery The Mandalorian exploring the season two finale and this is going to be released on august 25th on disney plus um i'm personally very excited for this because that was kind of our big question after Mm -hmm. we watched disney uh gallery um we both kind of had the complaint of why didn't they talk about luke skywalker (laughs) coming back you know why didn't they talk about bringing mark hamill and that whole process like that was the most interesting aspect of the making of season two um, clearly, I think they wanted to wait a while um, before they did this, but now we're finally getting that. We're finally going to kind of see that whole process, and I think it's going to probably be very interesting. I encourage you all to check that out when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Again, August 25th, so just a little over a month away. Yeah. You know, so the last thing I'll say on that is just like, you know, that was definitely one thing we, you basically already said it, but you know, it was like watching this, we're like, come on, you know, this is one of the main things that we actually want to know about and how they did this and what their thought process was and how they did, you know, so not to belabor the point, but yeah, it's definitely gonna be very interesting to see uh, their comments on that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's jump into our rumors. Our first rumor for today is we may have possibly gotten a release date window for season three of the mandalorian interesting so um they there was a listing and this was from a marketing platform um and it was showing some different things and through some sleuthing some people have found that uh, that there is some information out there saying that the book of boba fett premieres of course on december 2021 mm. but that season yeah. three of the mandalorian would premiere on in spring 2022 hmm. yeah which i mean for me i felt like that was kind of what was originally talked about anyway and then we kind of got away from that 
So now that we're getting rumors that that is the possible leaked date or whatever, I mean, I, I could see that being plausible. Now, of course, when they say spring, you never know when that actually means. Late spring, late spring, mid spring, you know, early spring. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I personally don't think we're seeing this in the spring. Maybe yeah. this is old information. Maybe this was, as you said, um, we had heard some things like that. Yeah. And yeah. But I, uh, I don't think that is still the case. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like it, it's such a big thing that to only have it just a few months after such another big thing. I do think it almost like it would almost take the the, the, the breath or the, the momentum out of one or the other, you know. Um, so I could definitely see that. But, I mean, again, depending on how many months, though, you know, if it's like, okay, it releases in December, but this one's coming out in, like, late May or, like, June, I could, I could see it. I mean, I could see it. I'm not saying it will do that, but I could technically see well, it. Well, I think the biggest thing against it, though, is that, as far as we know, production has not even started. And if they're going to get yeah. this out by spring, production should probably have already started at this That's point. That's true. That's true. And um, Unless they uh, just we haven't heard about it. You know what I'm saying? They haven't really announced it that much. Well, and that's a possibility, but they yeah. have stated it's not started <laughs> and that the, you know, they, as far as we can tell, maybe just finished up Book of Boba Fett, right? Right. And we know for a fact they weren't going to start working on it until the Book of Boba Fett was wrapped because of using a lot of the same stage um, mm -hmm. and technology. And we know that Kenobi's kind of held it up as well because Kenobi is utilizing sure. some of that same, same stuff too. Yeah. And we know Kenobi is not finished. Kenobi right. is still, I, I would assume Kenobi's getting close, but we know that it's still currently going yeah, on. Well under production, yeah. So that tells me Mandalorian season three, just through logic, would be still quite a bit away unless we just don't have the right information yeah true. i mean trust me i would love for it to be available by um by spring i mean well and another thing overjoyed but yeah. i don't i i just don't see it well here's the one thing you have to consider as well is that it seems like for the past few years in a row now there has been something fairly big released on or around may 4th of star wars day so that's true. I think we did have some idea that Bad Batch was going to be around that time. So, um, as of right now, I mean, the only thing we like, so the only thing we even have any assumption of being released around that time uh, would be would be Mando season three, well, possibly Cassian though. I was about to say possibly Cassian. could be Andor. Yeah, um, or, yeah, yeah, Andor, whatever. I, <laughs> whatever it's called. You know, Andor's been worked, been in the process for a long time. <laughs> been here a long time. Uh, we've been hearing about Andor forever. It was the first thing and that we even heard about. Ever. So yeah. Andor might be that perfect thing to release in true. in, in that true. time slot of May the fourth. And then because yeah, I mean, because here's the thing, you know, everybody can't argue with the fact that Andor does not have the hype of Mandalorian season three. I mean, not to say it's going to be a bad show. I'm not going to say anything like that. I'm, I'm actually very much looking forward to watching it uh, and being proven wrong on that, you know, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that it doesn't. Right. So as I said earlier, you know, if you, if you release Book of Boba Fett and then Mandalorian season two or excuse me, season three, uh, it could kind of, it could take the momentum out of one or the other. So yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense <clears throat> is that we have, Book of Boba Fett in, in, in December of this year. We have Andor in, in mid to late spring of 2022. And then probably around the fall, or maybe even get closer to that December date again of 2022, we see Mandalorian Season 3. So yeah. very well could be. 
All right, so we talked about <clears throat> some of these shows being mentioned. We, of course, talk about Kenobi, and uh, we actually have another rumor about Kenobi series. So those of you who are familiar with Sung Kang, he is an actor uh, that was in, I believe, in the in the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, uh, you know, uh, great actor, but he's actually going to be in the Kenobi series, and he actually had talked about being on the set of Kenobi. And, uh, pardon me, uh, he had some very interesting details um, but kind of the biggest thing that he mentioned, which I thought was kind of stood out and was really cool, was that he mentioned Darth Vader and Jedi's plural. Yeah, uh, Jedi's being the big thing there. Yeah, I mean, we assume Darth Vader would be in it, right? Uh, or well, actually, we're not assume. We we already know. Yeah, but at this point. but Jedi's is interesting, and we could you know potentially be looking in, into it a little too much. Yeah, um, you he know, could be just he could just like, be saying, whatever. you know. He could just be using that plural for really no reason, other than the fact that Obi Wan Kenobi's in it, or that, or we we could also see flashbacks when we see Jedi's. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe not yeah, like be um, Jedi's in the present time. Yeah, there's so there's definitely different ways to look at that, but no matter what, the fact that we you know we in this series we're getting Darth Vader and Jedi's is just yeah. exciting in general. <laughs> so there's exciting. not that much more to say about <laughs> yeah. it, other than like I'm just so ready for it. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> pumped for this, this series. I, I can't. Not wait for this. I cannot wait for them to tell us when this baby is going to come out. Um, oh yeah, that'll be such a huge release. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's going release. to be a, a major day of celebration. celebration. That's for sure. But um, moving on to our last rumor, and actually this kind of has some credibility to it as well. Mm-hmm. But there's some rumor stuff to talk about it in it too. Tamira Morrison. He's kind of Tamira Morrison has kind of turned into the new. Um, uh, uh, Oh man, I just forgot his name. Esposito. Oh, he's kind of turned yeah. into the new Esposito, and like he's <laughs> leaking just like, every two seconds. Yeah, like he's constantly like talking about stuff. He got he had to get that and, checked out. Leaking every. Two and seconds so, anyways, he was being he was talking to Rotten Tomatoes, and he or actually he was speaking to the Daily Express and Rotten Tomatoes. I believe some of this is coming from different sources here, mm-hmm. but he was saying that um, he's got some great that John Favreau has got some great directors on board including Robert Rodriguez, Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, Dave Filoni. Mm. So now you have to, I hold a little hesitation here because, and this is why I'm kind of including it in rumors because maybe he was referring to the Mandalorian. There's nothing there that necessarily states that he has to be talking about his (laughs) own personal series there. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, but would it surprise me if we have some of the same directors? No. 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 Because we already yeah. know this is kind of carrying along that same creative team, uh, with Favreau and John and um, Dave Filoni. So it would make sense that we potentially see some more of those people um, in this. Right. So and Robert Rodriguez would make a lot of sense because he directed the arguably the best. Um, episode with Boba Fett in it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it would definitely make sense to kind of keep that continuity and, and at least at least start with him or, or you know, at least pay homage to him introducing him by giving him at least one episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some other little things just to think about. He also said, we've got to look at the timeline. we got to look at where Boba has been. we got to keep the fans happy. So that's one thing. Mm, one thing he said. He also said, uh, they, they asked him about a possibility of a season two. He said, I think they'll have to consider some things. The tree is still growing. 
they'll probably want to test the waters first. There's been no talk about it. Hmm. Yeah. I think there's been no talk about it is the biggest bunch of baloney I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know they're, they're talking, talking about, about it. it. Come on. Um, yeah. Now, it doesn't mean they've necessarily committed, but the fact that we have seen crew gifts specifically say season one tells me there's a very big chance we're getting a season two of this. Yeah, and we've talked about that in previous episodes in our rumors, how, like I said, it mentions season one, blah, 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 whatever. Like, it, you know, we said it before, but, like, if it's gonna if it says season one, like, why would it just say season... Why would it even say season anything, right, if there's only one season? Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the last thing is he kind of... He says that the Book of Boba Fett will essentially be a buddy series between Boba and Fennec. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Which we, yeah, I mean, it's you could see that. Um, it it's kind of interesting to me because Boba Fett always seems like someone who actually kind of works alone. Yeah, the loner um, type for sure. And so it's yeah. interesting that he's he's kind of creating this team slash well, bond with with the character of Finnick. It's kind of like this character development, him coming out of like the Empire days where he was this loner and he just was like he did anything. Yeah. But now we see him in Mando. He's he's got a conscience now, you know. Yeah. So yeah. could be a good point. Good sure. point. So lots of exciting things. That is our final rumor. Lots of uh, interesting stuff in the works. If you guys have anything specific you would like to tell us about what we've discussed in our news and rumors, please leave it in the comics. Uh, comics. Leave <laughs> it in the comics. comments. Folks. Also, you can always, um, you know, direct message us on Twitter yeah, or Instagram, Facebook. We will, of course, get back to you on anything that you have to say about Star Wars. Anything. But let's um, jump into our releases. And we've got, uh, it's a big week for comics. We have War of the Bounty Hunters, Job of the Hut. This is going to be just a one-issue comic. Focuses on Job of the Hut's perspective on what is currently going on in War of the Bounty Hunters. We also have Darth Vader issue number 14, which is also still, of course, dealing with War of the Bounty Hunters. Mm -hmm. And we have Star Wars Adventures issue number seven and the High Republic Adventures number six. Man. So lots of <laughs> comics. Oh, now, yeah. the I will say the adventure comics don't count on them actually coming out. They get pushed back all the time. I, <laughs> I have no idea why, but that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, but... Hey, the the comics are golden. Really great stuff going on with War of the Bounty Hunters. I highly encourage you guys to check those out. Um, the I know that this High Republic Adventures issue six is starting a new arc that will be taking pl uh, place very close to time of the Republic Fair, which is what is currently going on in phase two of the High mm, Republic as yeah. a whole. So this is kind of them officially getting to that point, which is a year later after the first phase. Yeah. So if for those of you who may be like kind of wanting to know some stuff but aren't really like fully getting on board here, phase two, I can confirm, is a year later after the first phase of the High hmm. Republic. Cool. So... And then we have the next episode of The Bad Batch. Um, this is episode 13. Getting close getting to close. wrapping up. Yeah, we're, we're not three far more weeks away. after that. Um, so let's see how they, if they can kind of stick the landing here. Yeah. See if they can uh, yeah. really um, suck us in, get us uh, invested in these last couple episodes. I would, personally, I would love to see this be a three-part arc. Yeah. That's yeah. like a uh, very big hitters. Yeah. Big hitters. Big lore stuff. Let's see some yeah. really big stuff happen. Make it a yeah. big, uh, as in my opinion, the arcs of clone wars were always the best. 
Sure. And yeah. uh, the Bad Batch has been doing a lot of one episodes up until just recently we got a two-parter. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, love yeah, to see yeah. this be a three-parter, um, but I am very doubtful of that. I would say this is yeah. going to be one, just probably another like like one-off episode, and then we might get a two-part finale. Yeah. yeah. That would be probably more what I assume will happen, but... We will find out we soon shall enough. See. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will um, definitely be talking about that as soon as we yep. can. But let's, um, I think we're ready to go into our Q&A. Yes, we are. So let's go ahead and do our Q&A as we do every week. We like to ask you all to ask us questions and bring up topics. Whatever you want us to talk about, we want to talk about it. Right. Uh, if you have anything that that's piqued your interest over the last couple of weeks or or you have a question about something about the lore or whatever it may be, we want to discuss it. We want to answer it or whatever. So, uh, again, you all have been very gracious to give us some questions this week, and we're so very thankful for that. Um, our first question for the week comes from the infamous Kristen Perry, who is very faithful to give us something. We're appreciative we of that, Kristen. <laughs> very much appreciate it. We, I, honestly, I can't tell you how much I appreciate yes, that she does it. It's, seriously. It means the world to us. If thank nobody you. else does it. Yeah, Kristen. Will. And I, I can't, I cannot thank her. Enough. Yes, absolutely. So thankful for that. So she asked, could it be possible <clears throat> to have a double bladed lightsaber with two different colors? So one color coming out of each side. So I have some thoughts, but Drew, what, what do you think? Do you think it's possible to have a two dual colored dual lightsaber? So I do think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would have to craft the lightsaber in a certain way. You would essentially have to build two lightsabers, right? Because right. the way that uh, the the blade or the way the crystal works in a lightsaber, like you would have to, you could not use the same crystal and get two different colors. Sure. Yeah. You would have to build essentially two lightsabers and then combine it in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so like it would it would have to be like closed ended on the ends and mm-hmm. then attached attached in yeah and then technically yeah you could have two different colors yeah absolutely I'm I'm in complete agreement with that um and here's the thing we see this sort of to some example a couple different times so first of all in the High Republic era we see Keeve Trennis. Uh, they have a, a, a lightsaber, double double bladed lightsaber, if I can speak today, that comes apart so that right there shows that he has uh has two or she, uh, or yeah. excuse me, she. Yes, uh, she has two. Um, yeah, but her her lightsabers are the same color. Well, but my point but, is, but is yeah, that there is saying, two right. kyber crystals. So theoretically, 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 could, there could, be, could be two yeah. different ones. Also, we see here's the thing: we also see in um, the fir- or fallen uh, Jedi, Jedi fallen, fallen order, yeah. see Jar Tapal's. He had a double bladed lightsaber that gets cut in half, and it still works on one side. So clearly. There was two kyber crystals. And I would say nominally, uh, most double bladeds probably do have two kyber crystals. So to to kind of wrap up that question, uh, depends on how it's designed. Blah blah blah. But but yeah, I mean, I would say if you put two of them in there of different differing collars, I don't see why not. So yeah, um, yeah. Let's move on. Great question. Thank you. Um, our second question comes from another faithful follower here, as which is Brandon Dukes. Again, Brandon, thank you so much for continually participating and we really appreciate that um brandon duke asks uh what are the name of the two sons on tatooine and uh i did not know this off the top of my head so i looked it up 
and uh, it is just simple enough as it's Tattoo 1 and Tattoo 2. <laughs> so that, those are the names of the two sons, those beautiful scene that we see with Luke looking off to the, the, the dual sunset. He is looking at Tattoo 1 and Tattoo 2. And there's actually some pretty interesting legends, stories behind that and why they got their names and, um, you know... I know that, and I don't know the exact story off the top of my head, and I wish I did. But basically, I know that there was two. Is either Sith twins that was from uh, Tatooine, they're Twi'lek, I guess, um, or they were bounty hunter twins. I don't remember, but they used lightsabers, so I imagine they were Sith, and they used what's called like the twin sun technique, and so that was one thing um, that kind of contributed to to. I guess the twin sons part of it, but the tattoo one and tattoo two, I know it's called the tattoo system. Um, and Tatooine's a part of it as the planet. So anyway, kind of beating around the bush, but, uh, Drew, do you have anything to add to that? No, not really. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, right? Um, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's a cool thing to, to, to know though, right? Like the, know yeah, the names, yeah. it's pretty simple, easy to remember tattoo one, tattoo two. If you're ever in like um, some kind of trivia, that'll probably come up. So. It, it very well may someday, <laughs> yeah, or, you know, yeah. you're watching, maybe, maybe you're trying to impress a girl. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's not going to do it, now, but I was going <laughs> to <laughs> ain't gonna do it but you can I mean, try you're gonna go <laughs> it's just like watching lord of the rings you know hey did you know vigo mortensen broke his f two of his toes when he kicked that helmet you know it doesn't impress anybody but you know you always gotta say it i mean you're definitely you know? gonna go home alone but hey but <laughs> but you will go home proud knowing that you know that information uh so. anyway <laughs> uh anyway so let's move on so our third and final question from the week or for the weeks comes from Ava Patton again, another um, awesome question giver. Ava, you always have something good to say, and I'm really appreciative of that. Yes, absolutely. So our final question to cap off the week comes from Ava. She says, "I just finished playing Fallen Order, great game," uh, and she says, "I was wondering, does Seer?" technically have the authority to knight Cal as a Jedi Knight. And since in the beginning of the game, she had said she's not a Jedi anymore. So I have some thoughts here, and then and Drew, I'll toss it over to you. But, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, if we're talking technicality, Seer was and is still a Jedi Master. You know, at the very least, she was a Jedi Master. And, and theoretically, you know, yes, you can kind of toss that away. You can say that you're not that, you don't want to participate, but at the end of the day, you're still, I mean... It, look, look at Ahsoka, right? She was still a Jedi, even though she denounced the Jedi, right? So I don't think that you can take away Seer's, you know, Jedi Master rank, even though she walked away from it. But here's the thing. The prerequisite for someone to be knighted as a Jedi Knight was just simply to pass the, the Jedi Knight trials, and that a, a Jedi Master would, you know, that or the Council would acknowledge that they passed these trials, and hey, you're a knight now. So I'd imagine after all of the things that... that Cal Kestis went through throughout this game, throughout his journey, and, and along with Seer and her seeing all of this, uh, you know, someone who was a Jedi Master could probably make that determination. But here's the thing: at the end of the day, this is the way I look at it. it. For me, it was more of a symbolic thing. It was more of a ceremonial thing rather than an actual knighthood. I mean, because at the end of the day, the Jedi Order was no longer existent, right? The Jedi uh, Order was no longer real, so it didn't matter if you called them a, a Jedi Master at that point, because you know at the end of the day there was no Jedi to 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 verify that to not verify that. Um, you know, people might get mad at that, but you see my point. So at the end of the day, I think I think Seer knighting 
cow was just kind of more of a symbolic emotional attachment type thing of like, hey, you never got the chance to do this. And I, as a Jedi Master in my previous life, will kind of ceremoniously knight you. So, anyway, Drew, what, I mean, do you have anything to, to, to go along with I that? I mean, you, you pretty much answered it, but, uh, yeah, the thing to take away here is that the Jedi Order's gone. Mm-hmm. So, there are no rules anymore on how this stuff works, right, you know? Right. Uh, for the most part, most of the Jedi are gone. Um, this is a rare occurrence of where a Jedi Master has found an uh, apprentice and they're working together during this time period. It's Mm -hmm. one of very, very, very few instances we know of. Right. Um, And so it's a unique relationship there. It's during a unique time. And so, I mean, thinking from a Canon perspective, like there's no one better, there's no one better really to even to consider giving someone a rank of, of, of a Jedi Knight or whatever. Right. Right. Like, um, she's one of the the best out there to give such a thing. I yeah, mean, someone who's a Jedi Master should know more than anybody <laughs> as to whether or not someone is worthy of being a knight. And yeah, here's the thing, it, you know. Uh, wow, I just completely lost my train. But of thought. even the <laughs> the the titles of Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, don't really matter at this point. It doesn't. Yeah, all absolutely. of that stuff was established because of the Jedi Order. Order. Yeah, and exactly. how the way they they ran things and how that things yeah. were organized. None of that matters anymore. It's all gone. Yeah, unfortunately And so. that's, you know, and it stays that way until in Legends, Luke decides to rebuild it and mm-hmm. starts to restructure. And, and, and he even says, hey, you know what? I'm going to reexamine this and change some things, right? Because sure. some, some yeah. things needed to be changed. And, you know, we don't know exactly how Luke does that in in actual canon in actual, we actual canon <laughs> we know he does try to rebuild yeah. start to rebuild yeah. but we don't one thing we don't know is like did he try to stick exactly to what the jedi order had done right. in the past right or did he try some of his own his own things that we're still a little unclear on yeah. and i think we'll start to see more of that fill in as time goes on but sure but yeah that's all i have to say about it <laughs> yeah all right so that will finish up our q a for the week so Kristen, <clears throat> brandon Ava, we all we really appreciate all his questions. And uh, again, anybody out there, I know it's kind of easy to just rely on everybody else's questions, but hey, we need all the weak ones we can get. And we would love to see some new names on this list here. Absolutely. Um, we have some of these faithful folks that always gives us stuff, and we're so incredibly thankful for that. But we would love to hear from anybody else that is out there. You know, yeah. uh, always wanted to talk about something. Here's the thing you may not have a question, but like maybe there's a subject matter that you would like us to talk about. We'll do it. So yeah, just be like, hey, talk about this. Yeah, we'll I talk, mean, we'll what's your thoughts on this or whatever? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. But let's jump into our um, main topic. Yep. And our main topic for this week is going to be discussing um, and reviewing the past couple episodes of Bad Batch, mm-hmm. um, specifically this this current arc which that we've been going through, which yeah. episodes eleven and twelve. Um, let's actually let's just kind of go straight into spoilers i think yeah i don't Um, think there's a lot of like i think i think you're gonna get obviously our impressions as we talk about it yeah so let's just kind of go straight into spoilers braxton if you want to kind of lead us off yeah so um obviously let's talk first about episode 11 obviously and that is uh entitled devil's deal um you like i said i'm just gonna jump just two feet first okay so 
what we see in this episode, it is slightly different than what we have seen in the past. And again, this is something that Drew and I had personally talked about. The episode started off um, kind of pretty cool. Like it was like, it was very different. It's more cinematic than we had seen. And it basically, basically was on Ryloth. And we're basically, the whole episode and whole arc is, is dealing with Ryloth coming under Imperial control. And of course we see, um, we see, uh, Ornfrey Ta, he's there. We see, uh, oh, uh, Hera's dad, um, Cham, Cham Sandula. We see him there, and basically, it's just this kind of like overturning of the power, so to speak. And people are really uneasy, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, so I guess the whole point of this episode is that we're seeing this transition of power in Ryloth, and then I guess it's a good segue for us to see the Sandula family. So. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? We get to see Hera as a young kid. Um, again, I'm gonna pass this to you, Drew, but just my immediate thoughts of this episode is it was cool, but what's the purpose of this? What is your so are you on? So I have to say, for me, this is probably um maybe one of my favorite episodes of the of the season. Sure. Yeah. And part of that is we get Hera who is um, a very established character at this point, seen in all mm-hmm. all time periods of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she she is uh, she's from from this point on until um, you know the the time of the rise of Skywalker. Like she's yeah. in the story. She's yeah. a part of it. Yeah. And so she's a, an important character, and we see her. Um, this is her earliest appearance. And we see uh, that, like, they kind of play some familiar music, if some of you may have noticed. Yes, that um, was very interesting. It's very interesting that they chose to do that. Yeah, and what, if you're not sure what we're referring to, a lot of times when they show Hera, for whatever reason, especially in episode 11, they start playing Leia's theme, which is very interesting to think about. Yeah, very interesting, but also was nice. I, I actually liked that they did that because you don't hear those songs very often in in Clone Wars, Rebels. Yeah, like those classic like, yeah. The theme, and uh, so, cinematic pieces. Yeah, yeah, so it was interesting they did that. And there were some slight variations, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it was obviously supposed to be very close to yeah. that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was cool. Um, but what I think this really was for me is it – is it's like okay we had clone wars now we have or well we already had rebels mm-hmm. now we have the bad batch and the bad batch is set in between these two series right and this is a unique um thing because this is is establishing one of the most important characters in yeah in yeah. rebels but we're seeing it in clone wars animation yeah that was and, that was very cool and we're yeah. seeing kind of it bridge these two shows it's just one of the examples of bridging these shows right and i think we're yeah. gonna get more of that especially with like rex and sure like, i think we're yeah. gonna see more of rex and we're gonna see how those kind of bridge into what we know of happens in rebels mm-hmm. and so and of course we have chopper as well and so i liked that now when you look at the bigger picture of the bad batch was this necessary in the bad batch story no Right. But what has been necessary in the Bad Batch Well, <laughs> Very little. <laughs> I guess that's kind um, of the whole point. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I, 
I was kind of thrilled that the Bad Batch really wasn't involved in this episode. And there was <laughs> one instance that, you know? where they start, where they, <laughs> where they come. And I'm like, oh, I was like, I was kind of bummed. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was kind of almost hoping that they weren't in the episode at all. So, and yeah, you know, that's an interesting perspective because it's like at the end of the day, I mean, again, I, I, I kind of, when I said what I said a second ago, I probably said it a little too early because you're like, oh, you didn't like the episode. No, I actually really like both of these episodes. Um, but but again again the, the my my thought process is for the storyline of the bad batch what is the point of these episodes what is what is this leading to and obviously to this point we really don't know what it's leading to but i guess i guess what you know again what you're saying which is so funny is like there's so many episodes of this 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 series so far as like what is the point of these episodes and the funny part is is like if i'm going to continue to get episodes of what's the point I'm glad that we got something so substantial as seeing Hera and the Sindulas and the fall of Ryloth to the Empire and some really cool stuff like that, you know? Um, so it is kind of sad that that is our mindset, but yeah, it's, it is and, what it is. And that's, it is what it is, right? Like, it's like, oh, it's really raining out there. Yeah, it's pouring. <laughs> it has been pouring rain all day today. It's like there's, if it's not, if we're not going to get substantial things out of this show... Yeah. Then we might as well get some some good crossovers into things we already know, but yeah. that, it's it's yeah. connective tissue there, right? Yeah. Like this this show, um, if if it doesn't do anything else, at least maybe it'll bridge some stuff between Clone Wars and Rebels. And 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 you know, that's that's uh that's kind of what happened. So so very 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 quickly, just to kind of give the context of these episodes, I'm sure you already watched them, but but obviously you know there's some struggles. We see it in the Clone Wars and we see it in Rebels. You know, Cham is a freedom fighter, so the fighter to the end. He does not like the idea of turning over control to anyone other than the Twi'leks to Ryloth. Um, so to make a long story short, he's having some trouble with this and he's actually pretty diplomatic with it in episode 11. Um, but then eventually Orn Frita, you know, Senator Orn Frita is like, just so like just classical, you know, Orn Frita, you know, he's just so stupid and just kowtows to whoever the biggest power is. And ultimately the empire uses that to frame Cham Syndulla by sniping Orn Frita in his head and killing him, which is, yeah. how, you know, that I didn't realize. I mean, it's actually kind of a just end to Orn Frita, but anyway. Um, and then obviously the episode 12, we see uh, Hera reaching out to the Bad Batch and trying to work with them and Chopper and all them to rescue them. And of course, we, we see that. We can get more into that in a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, even at the end of these episodes... It's kind of like they go their separate ways, and it's like, what did that lead to exactly? Yeah. It was just, I mean, it was cool to see Hera as a kid, but, like, I don't really feel like it gave anything. Now, one thing that you and I had talked about is perhaps maybe in the future we see something with Omega and Hera, and it was good to set up that relationship. Yeah, and so that's something that is yeah. very, very possible, right? Yeah. So we've already heard some maybe some rumors that there is – is that hail? It might be hailing. <laughs> it's like Good. really storming out there. <laughs> um, so you guys might even be able to hear that. I don't know, but um, it stopped. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's really hard rain. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> totally uh, threw me we saw, off. We talked about the, uh, the relationship between Omega oh, yes, and Hera, yes, possibly. Yeah, yeah. So Hera, we we've heard rumors of her maybe showing up in this same time period as the Mandalorian is right now. It mm -hmm. would make a lot of sense if, if for her to show up. It would kind yeah. of be 
it would kind of be like the next step in her story anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten a little bit of her story and some other things, but like we really don't know where it goes. And so this could be a way of progressing that even further. Yeah. And um, the Alphabet Squadron novels did some of that, but this could really, really do it. Sure. And yeah. and it would have some connective tissue there with with Ahsoka, and um, and and Thrawn, and we assume Ezra is probably showing back up. So it just makes sense yeah. for her to come back, right? Sure. Yeah. And now we also have Boba Fett. And we know that Omega is basically, basically Boba sisters. Fett's sister. Brothers, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're sisters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're sisters. <laughs> I'm sorry, Samira. Um, and so it's like really, really doing something out there. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's really distracting. Yeah. It's just like monsooning against his window right now. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, so you put all of those things together mm-hmm. and – I can't help but feel like this this scene yeah. of them sitting of them meeting and yeah. and Omega like hey come in the ship and I'll show you like where yeah. I where my room is well is what, is the beginning of something yeah and at right? the end of season twelve or season 12, <laughs> episode twelve we see Hera saying oh Omega just taught me how to jam a ship's scanners and all stuff like that it's kind of cool because yeah. it like gives homage to like Hera is just like crazy good one of the best pilots you know that's what they're trying to allude to and, and she can do all these crazy things for the resistance or the you know for the rebellion and the resistance ultimately um but but it's kind of cool to give the homage that that omega was kind of the first person to kind of teach her at least at least something you know right right kind of interesting so um you know let's kind of like move on just a hair here um so looking to episode 12 like i said basically it's them rescuing the syndula parents um I think one of the biggest takeaways for me for this episode was actually nothing to do with Bad Batch and nothing to do with Hera and the Sindulas. <laughs> for me, it was actually how cool uh, Clone Commander Hauser was um, and how actually we see ultimately, unlike all, or well, not all of them, obviously, as we can see, but unlike most of the clones, um, Hauser is like, wait a second, what is going on here? He's questioning the Empire all of a sudden. Unlike, you know, you know, so, so my question is like, is this, is his chip malfunctioning? Is his emotions overpowering it? Was it really weak as, um, yeah, there's some of them were. Yeah. So point is, is that ultimately we see him give, I give up arms at the end and say, I'm not doing this any longer. You know, I'm not fighting for the empire if they're going to be doing this junk of, of enslaving free people and stuff. So, um, you know, some of the other clones step down with him, which is actually another interesting point, but it, I, my point was, my takeaway for this was, could this be why the Empire ends up having to take away the clones? Other than them getting old, too old, could it be because, you know, instead of them being these loyal creatures that they use, they start breaking out of it a little bit and, you know, hey, what's going on? Uh, so that is that is possible. We also know, you know, they're running out of of the... Of Django's DNA, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. Really, and that's kind of why they want Omega. Why make it so important? Right? So, yeah. So we know that's also kind of a, a a part of the issue going on. But but yeah. yeah, it could be some of also that like maybe some of the clones start to to kind of wake up from this, right? Who yeah. who's to say this this chip or the order the order sixty six lasts forever? You know, there maybe there is a yeah there is a a. a uh, I'm not sure how to say it, but like maybe there's maybe it's not permanent. Well, here's the thing: clones have accelerated aging, and we know mm-hmm. that the ship is kind of organic, so maybe this ages and fails as well. You know, at some point, you yeah. know, never know. And yeah, and they never truly answer what was going on with with him. Like, 
Right. You know, whether yeah. that something was going on with this chip or mm-hmm. was it something like he just really cared about these people yeah. and, and didn't, and, or was it also maybe because there were no Jedi directly involved? And so he was able to mm-hmm. kind of, but, but we know like with, yeah. with, um, what's his name? The guy who went traitor. What is his uh, name? Uh, out uh, of out of the bad batch. Sniper guy. Yeah, sniper guy. Um, <laughs> uh, good grief, crosshair. Yeah, crosshair. You know, for him, it was all about following orders, right? And yeah. so even like, it didn't have to even be about the Jedi. Like he just went yeah. like crazy. So. so I think it also kind of depends on how you define Order sixty six. I know that in my interpretation, I know Drew and I was having maybe a little bit differing. It we wasn't we wasn't really sure what it was, but my interpretation was that Order sixty six was you will be completely loyal to the Republic, who in, ends up becoming the Empire, and basically the reason they're so adamant against the Jedi is because the Jedi were traitors to the Republic, at least in the eyes of of the, the clones now through Order sixty six. So so that's the thing. If you interpret it as, oh, they're just against the Jedi, so, oh, they can just walk away later on. But if it's them being completely loyal to the Republic who becomes the Empire, then it really is kind of confusing how Hauser and ultimately these just random clones that was underneath him in his squadron walk away like that. Um, because here's the thing. Hauser, like, like you said, Hauser is very much connected to the Syndulas. He's very much connected to this and da da da. He has emotional connection. But do the other clones that's under him have that same connection? So interesting. Food food for thought there. So I think I think you have to look at it this way. Order sixty six was was to identify that the Jedi were traitors. Mm-hmm. Like that was the order. That to execute all Jedi's because they were because they were traitors. Mm-hmm. But that being said, that was Order 66, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the only thing that happened there because the chip itself, they they activated something in their brains, right? It's meant for compliance. And so, exactly. So just because Order 66 meant the execution of all Jedi doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only thing that happened with their yeah. chip. Yeah. Because it, it it did become like a, a compliance thing, right? Like it almost as we see like, through crosshair. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. I think that they kind of almost have to be slightly separated. Mm. Order sixty six isn't just the activation of the chip; <laughs> it was the literally the order that was given because once their chip was activated, yeah, in a sense, yeah. right? Yeah, I, at least that's the way I interpret it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, at the end of the day. You know, it's it's six to one, half dozen the other. You know, it, yeah. Uh, we don't have those clear answers on on exactly what it means or exactly what it, what the purpose was. And I think you know, again, that's part of Star Wars is we if we don't have all the answers, that kind of leaves some of the magic. But um, I I just kind of hope that we see more of Hauser. Uh, and in fact, I think we I think we will. Um, the reason I say that is because at the end they're arresting them, but then Crosshair is looking at him, but it has kind of an odd look to him. So that could just be like Crosshair coming out of it a little bit. Or there's going to be something more. He's going to go confront Hauser and maybe try to kill him or something. I don't know. So Yeah. So overall, for me, I, I enjoyed the first episode more than the second episode because the second mm, episode, yeah. of course, just kind of the Bad Batch was back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it fell more into a common theme, I guess, like with, sure. you know, they're, they're, <laughs> it's just felt kind of more generic. Yeah. The first one was a little more unique for me, the first part of it. Um, but overall, like this was an okay arc and I would like to see some more arcs in this story. And when I say that, I mean like more than one episode stories, 
Yeah. So like it's something that continues in and like Clone Wars did a lot of them, especially in the later seasons, like you would get like four episode arcs sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. they were always the, like the better stuff. You, yeah. Normally there were a couple that yeah. were. <laughs> There's a couple of the, uh, yeah. you know, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, you, I think it. you already know what everyone I want to say. Everyone knows what you're thinking. It just makes me angry. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's all I have to say about it. So. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think as we come to our conclusion today, um, you know, we have four episodes left, right? Including uh, episode 13 that's coming up. Because um, I believe it's 16 episodes, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, it'd be 13, 14, 15, 16. So yeah, four episodes. So it could be a, a two and two little arc there. Oh, oh yeah. I, so I talked about that wrong earlier when yeah. I was talking about <laughs> I know. The... Why, I, thought, I, I thought, I'm like, oh, wait, is it 15 episodes? Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. well. <laughs> you, you know what we're talking about, folks. Come on, now we're just human. Anyway, um, Long story short, we have four episodes. It could be a two and two arc. It could be one kind of throwaway or, or a conclusion to this one on episode 13. Then 14, 15, 16 is the final arc. Who knows? Our final hopes is that they they really come back again as they did with season seven of Clone Wars and as they kind of did with uh, Mandalorian season two as well, that they really come back and they really draw us in and come to a good final conclusion and we can finally look back and say, okay, here's all these loose ends that they tie up, and and it was actually a halfway decent series. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be for us gonna be kind of hard for this one, but hey, you know, I I have faith in them to tie it up well. So without further ado, we're gonna come to our closing today. Again, so 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 thankful for all of you guys and gals out there who are listening to us, participating in our Q&As, uh, you know, just ingesting all of our content. Um, honestly, it means the world to us, and we're so thankful. Thank you for your continued support to the podcast and to our brand uh, in general now that we're kind of doing more things. Uh, but we absolutely look forward to hearing from you. We hope that you reach out to us. You like our videos, like our podcast, listen, communicate. We want to hear from you, absolutely. Um, you know, we, uh, we would ask that you would, uh, like, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, now YouTube, especially since we're getting our, our stuff out there, um, in Instagram, we're going to have news and polls, um, you know, discussions, memes, and all the stuff that we have out there. And, uh, now that we're kind of starting this new phase, we're definitely going to try to, um, get some more content out there. Uh, but last but not least, we just want to ask you to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a good review uh, that actually does help us quite a bit with getting, you know, uh, some of our, not sponsorships, but our deals with like Disney and the books and all that good stuff. Um, and we're still coming for you, Delray. Yeah, we're still coming for <laughs> we're you, still coming for We you. haven't forgot about you. You're not, you're not getting away from us, boy. <laughs> anyway, so we thank you for listening and we ask that you would join us next week for episode 62. But last but not least, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Turn. We would be honored if you would join us. <laughs> <laughs>